Syngap Land, my name is Mike Crawley, this is episode 56 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. I'm drinking out of my fabulous Love Hope Cure Syngap mug right now. The SRF logo conveniently located on the back. If you don't have one of these, buy one at our store, available on our website. Today's April 18th, 2022, and I want to talk about a lot of things, but I'm going to frame it up with this question. Why do companies work on a given disease? And why should they work on Syngap 1? Three answers to that question. Answer one, because we have already taken care of things that are going to take that cost them time and money. Example, citizen, right? We've already gathered the data. We have 172. We have 172 families in citizen right now. That's huge. And that's 172 people they don't have to find. 172 people they don't have to gather data for. 172 people who have already had the wisdom and the foresight and the generosity to share their loved one's data so that companies and researchers can use that data to better understand disease. Read my article one year sooner. Just type one year sooner into, into some search engine. You'll find it. There, we have done great work with Citizen. And if you are not already in Citizen, it costs you nothing. We, the pay, we SRF, pay for it. Please sign up. Please share your data. It can change your loved one's future, and it can change the future of all those who are diagnosed, 1,055 in the world, and all those who are undiagnosed, goodness knows how many. So that's one reason why companies um, invest in a disease, is because certain pieces of work have been done already that will make it easier for them to develop that therapy. Second reason people work on a disease is there's a credible and respectable patient advocacy group already working on that disease, a partner that they can engage with that'll help them find key opinion leaders, that'll help them find patients, that'll help them understand what's going on, and that would be a partner in addressing this disease. And at the risk of sounding immodest, Syngap Research Fund is one such organization. And there are other strong Syngap Research organizations on the planet, and we work closely with them. So check Citizen Patient Data Organized. Check Syngap Research Fund, strong, credible, reputable, serious organization willing to partner. Third reason they're going to invest in a rare disease is they believe there are more patients out there to be found, and we firmly believe that. Read my article on incidents, but there's three specific ways we can help find more patients, and I want to really double-click on this today. One of those ways is to focus on communities of color, right? We have 315 diagnosed families in the U.S. Less than 10 of them are black. I, I, I'm probably rounding up too much there. It might be more like five or six. 13% of the U.S. population is black. So 13% of 300, we should have at least 36. But we have like six or seven. What's up with that? Well, if you're black in America, you get inferior health care. That's not a controversial statement. It's well documented. And if you get inferior health care, good luck getting genetic testing. So if we want to find more Syngapians, we should be doing a better job of reaching out to communities of color. It's that simple, right? And I've been working with um, some of our African-American families to do just that, figure out, okay, how could we effectively reach out to communities of color? And one of the things we want to do is make a video, kind of like a movie, kind of like we did with Karen, where we focus on the diagnostic journeys of some of our diagnosed families. And then we roll that out into communities of color and we get the conversation going and we encourage genetic testing. That's something I'm fundraising for right now, by the way. If you want to help fund a movie, to increase diagnoses of African-Americans with rare diseases, let me know because Alexis and I are cooking on that. So how are we gonna find more patients? We're gonna focus on communities of color. Second way we're gonna find diagnosed pa um, more patients, we're gonna focus on variants of uncertain significance, right? When you get a genetic test, you get a definitely the cause of disease, probably the cause of disease, we're not sure, 
probably not the cause of disease and not a problem, right? These are the five levels that they give to a variant. So they go through the genome, they find typos, and then they say this typo's definitely causing a problem, definitely not causing a problem, we're not sure. With SYNGAP1, the we're not sures are numerous. And if we just go back to those people who we've told we're not sure and we revisit them, we study them, we check in with the patient two years later and we see how the symptoms are doing, we will probably find a lot of patients. Those are called variants of uncertain significance or VUSs. And they are a major thorn in my side and I wish we did a better job of resolving those VUSs. This is something we have invested in. Um, a big chunk of VUSs are missense mutants and um, another big chunk is intronic mutants, which is near and dear to my heart because my son was a VUS because he is intronic. And I want to see SRF um, do more research on all the VUSs because that's, A, it's important. These kids are suffering and their families don't know why. And B, we're going to find more patients and then more drug companies are going to invest in our disease. And by the way, patients only get to access to those, those therapies when they are diagnosed. So the VUSs are super important. Third way, we're gonna find more patients. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna go find them, right? So this is the partnership with Probably Genetic that is just so, so cool. So I dropped a number, 172 people in Citizen. I'm gonna drop another number, 1,759. 1,759, so here's what we did. We worked with a company called Probably Genetic that studies a population, makes a questionnaire, tests the questionnaire, and then makes that questionnaire available. You push it out into multiple forums, Facebook groups for autistic kids and epileptic kids and disabled kids, whatever. And you say, hey, ever wonder what's wrong with your kid? Take this survey and see if maybe they have Syngap1. 1,759 people have taken our Syngap1 survey because we have been aggressive in pushing it out every way we know how including Google Ads. Thank you, Google. And then Probably Genetic runs its AI on their answers and comes back to us and gives a, a probabilistic score that the patient has SYNGAP1. And we have gotten 79 email addresses back from them saying, you should check this one out. This looks legit. Wait, what? You found 80 people who based on an analysis of their questions might have SYNGAP1, yep, and we've emailed them and we've been like, if you've had genetic testing, go ahead and ask them to rerun it. And if you haven't had genetic testing, get genetic testing. And this is early days, right? We've only been running this for like a month or so. But once we find some patients and we refine this algorithm, we are, we're tapping into a deep well here and we're gonna find a lot of patients. So that makes me happy because it increases our numbers and it brings more pharma to the table, but it really makes me happy because it's one less family who's sitting there looking at a sick kid wondering what's going on and one more family who's on the list when our good work of developing a therapy is realized and they get access to it. So why do drug companies work on a rare disease? Because the patient data is organized, because they have a credible partner, and because there's ways to find more patients. Check, check, check. Come join the party, people. Make the future better for your loved one with Syngap. I want to blow through a couple of other things. Next Thursday, 428, we're having a webinar of Dr. Joe Anderson, which is just another investment in the future, right? We're funding some killer work with Joe. Um, it's already funded. It's already signed. Come and hear about it from Joe. 
And that'll be Thursday, syncap.fun slash Joe. And then on Saturday, 4.30, we are doing Sprint for Syncap, which Peter Halliburton talked about last week. Thank you, Peter. Sign up for Sprint for Syncap. Start a team. If it's too late, start a team. Make a donation. Help us fund the important work that we do. Everything I've talked about in this webinar, it all costs money. Help us make the future better for our loved ones. I'm just checking my notes to see if I've missed anything else. Two more things. Um, first of all, Kyle and Kelly, if you guys don't know Kelly McIntosh and her YouTube channel, it's super cool. She just did a video about doctor's visits. I think her videos are gold for our community. If you don't know them, subscribe to her YouTube channel. Check her out. It's really precious content. But um, I want to talk about dates. I want to put. I want to underline two dates for people. December 1st and 2nd, we are going to be having a Syngap meeting in Nashville. December 1st and 2nd, we're going to be having a Syngap meeting in Nashville. More details coming soon. But um, put that on your calendar. If you can be in Nashville December 1 and 2, you want to be there. December 1 will be science. December 2 will be families. Can't wait to be with you. And then um, reminder about fundraisers. On October 8th, we have fundraisers in Jersey and South Carolina. That'll be the Karen Gala in Jersey and the um, Scramble for Singap, the Gulf in South Carolina on October 8th. And then on November 12th in Atlanta, we're having another gala going to be a blowout. I can't wait. I'm going to that one for sure. So with all that said, thanks for listening. Thanks to Peter for last week. I might for the first time ever be coming in at time. No, I'm not going to come in at time. So I want to tell you one more thing. Um, I got another call about ICD-10. Make sure you're doing your ICD-10 codes. Super important. In fact, I should have put that on the list of why pharma invests in our disease because we have an ICD-10 code. And um, I got another call from another group, as I talked about in episode 48 and then episode 54. And then the other thing is this week I'm heading off to the Ultragenics Boot Camp, which I'm thrilled and honored by. And I'll put an article in the show notes about it, but looking forward to representing our community there. And yeah, that's what I got for you today. Thanks so much for listening.